Just Being Honest, the JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. True food, full thought. Today's podcast is brought to you by the best deodorant in the world. A sustainable, beautifully packaged little smell good for your armpits. Yeah, guys, we're getting gritty. This company is actually our featured guest today, and they are our sponsor. Did you know that with just one purchase of deodorant, you can provide one year of clean drinking water to a child in need? One year. Because water is life. So let's help contribute. So now on to the podcast, the JBH podcast today. We have a special guest, one of the co-founders, Margot. She's an amazing light. She is my true soul sister. And she's here to share a little bit about the company that she helped start and why she started it. You're not going to want to miss one second of this. She dives into plant-based births. She gave three plant-based births. Um, She talks about how she's partnering right now with Matt Damon in water.org and giving back water to those in need. She talks about how she created this deodorant and what it's doing for your health and what it's doing for the planet, how packaging is a problem, um, and just about how much of an effect it has on our environment. Guys, you're not going to want to miss one second. I'm telling you, get your notepads out. This is crazy. This is so crazy amazing. I'm getting the chills just thinking about it. So join me. We're going to dive right in. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug. The JBH podcast is starting right now. Ciao. Hi, guys. This is KB, your health and lifestyle manifestation coach. We have an amazing treat today. First and foremost, I just want to say one thing. At least where I am, I'm in Southern California. It's starting to get hot here. Um, You're going to be participating in a lot of outdoor activities, hiking, biking, swimming, rollerblading, whatever your jam is. You're going to be outside a lot. You're going to be sweating a lot and are you compensating for maybe that smell you know what I'm talking about so we have an amazing guest today I'm so thrilled to have her on her name is Margot and she is one of the and correct me if I'm wrong creators co-founders complete lady girl boss like Let's take over the world. Um, She's a creator of this amazing, clean deodorant. All right, hold on, guys. You may be thinking, deodorant, really? We're going to talk about deodorant, but it's important. It's almost like, uh, like the water that you're consuming. What is in it? Um, And it has a direct effect on your hormones, your mental attitudes, everything. So, without further ado, Marga, welcome to the JBH Podcast. 
How are you? <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I love what you're doing as well. So I'm honored to be here. Cool. Um, so let's just dive right in. Why, yeah. why deodorant? What yeah. happened? Tell us your story. Sure, I'll share our story. I just want to say too, when you started, uh, when you mentioned earlier how important it is, it's arguably one of the most important products to start changing after you discover, you know, this lifestyle and the toxin. So I guess I'll start with our story. Our story is, uh, I start 10 years ago, we discovered our declining health. We were eating really poorly, Catherine. We were, you know, um, wasn't doing the things that make your body, your temple healthy. So we were kind of slowly deteriorating health-wise, and um, we decided to change everything in our life to more natural alternatives. And we, even our mattress, um, we met a really amazing doctor in Kelowna, British Columbia. I remember this, and we—he told us that our my migraines, my chronic migraines, everything that was going on in our body was due to outside chemicals and toxins that we were kind of, you know, putting in our body through food or in our environment. And so, right then and there, we decided to dig deeper and found out that it really is crazy. We started changing everything within six months. We got healthier. To make a long story short, you know, fast forward a couple of years, well, maybe a year later, we we couldn't find the last product was a deodorant that worked, that was effective uh, at neutralizing odor, masking the smell, uh, and <clears throat> effective at uh, helping us with the sweat. Even though our body's intended, it's meant to sweat uh, for everyone out there listening, you know, we're, 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 that's one of the ways that our body releases toxins, but a uh, good deodorant will absorb that. So we decided to make our own and uh, turned our kitchen into a deodorant making lab. And then basically stores got a hold of it. Uh, our friends encouraged us to do that and they sold out, you know. Um, and I remember with my children mixing the deodorant, I was pregnant at the time as well, vegan pregnancy. Um, and you know, just incredible. They sold out, they were reordering fast. That's when I really realized there was a business opportunity and decided to run with it. We ended up on the, at the Golden Globes. We ended up, you know, even MTV Music Awards. But even so, we were really successful for, by any, you know, measure for a young family from Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada. Um, but, you know, something was missing. We woke up every morning thinking, there's got to be something more. You know, we were selling deodorant. There was no mission. There was no purpose. There was nothing behind what we were doing that felt, oh, we were doing something in the world. And so right around that time, it was two years ago, 2016, my husband got uh, sick. Well, you know, he had, we, we decided to have surgery to remove something in his body. Wasn't supposed to be there. And um, through medical error, he almost didn't make it home to us and you know almost uh, losing your husband I know it's an extreme story but almost losing your husband really makes you realize what's important in life yeah and you know we have three children all under the age of six what's really important isn't to struggle and to you know work 24 7 it's to really enjoy the family friends and enjoy life so we did something drastic we decided to pull all the deodorant off store shelves um, we decided to stop selling it and completely transform our company, rebrand, repackage, reformulate. We fixed everything that was kind of wrong in the deodorant industry. Packaging is now 100% biodegradable. There's zero plastic in our company. Even the shipping material is plastic free, um, which is very rare. If anyone's ordered anything online, you know that there's yes. tons of plastic, even for little, a little item. Yes. Those puffer things. Like, what is that? 
Insane. And if you do any amount of research about plastic, our world is literally suffocating. Mm -hmm. And in fact, there's no real reversing it. The only way, I mean, you could do a bunch of beach cleanups, but the only way to really put a stop to it is to support companies that are not using plastic like ours to support companies out there. And there's lots of them. And we want to encourage other companies to do the same, but support companies that are using biodegradable packaging and things like that. So the other thing was the formula. We fixed it uh, before the deodorant was kind of just the same as all the others uh, out there. And now it's like this real like kick-ass deodorant that is literally the best um, and safest and um, also really cruelty free because a lot of people don't realize that a company, a brand can be out there on the shelf claiming cruelty free when really the ingredients that they're using are not, they're actually tested on animals, some of them. So we wanted to really, I don't want any part of that. We don't want to be in business if it's not doing better for the world. So we decided to, to you know, reformulate. And then the, of course the price went down. And also the last thing was the mission that we attached to our company, which is for every jar sold, our company provides one year of clean drinking water to a person who desperately needs it in this world. And our goal is um, to help solve that problem. Uh, 4,000 kids die a day from unsafe drinking water. I know, so unfortunately, um, this is, I'm, I'm gonna bounce in here about the whole water thing. I yeah. start to get like a little cat, like hairs creeping up on my skin when my roommates like run the water constantly, take long showers, do yeah. constant loads of laundry. I'm like, ah! like, and I want to <laughs> say something, but I don't want to like, you know, like, yeah. like it's hard. It's so hard. Um, but it's so true. Um, it's just it's crazy how much is out there and yeah, waste. Um, so so you have the give back initiatives. That's just one of them, though. Correct. Yeah, we have, yes, we have three causes. One of them is the water issue. Mothers like me have to walk six hours a day just to get their water for their family, which prevents them from doing anything else that's meaningful and raise, get, you know, earn money. So this is a real issue that we want to help solve. We've partnered with Matt Damon and Gary White, actually, cool. from water.org, and we're going to do it together. And so there's that, and then there's um, the one day every single month, one full day, we donate 100% of our sales to an animal advocacy group around the world. Oh, cool. Is that so like just a random day? We're going to make it uh, the first day of every month, uh, call it Impact Day. It's just starting, so we're so excited about that because there's tons of sanctuaries, yeah. uh, legal services that are vegan that are doing you know pro bono stuff. Just we want our money and, and our customers' uh, money uh, with for the deodorant to go towards such good um, and then the third thing is the plastic free mission which it's just plastic free we're encouraging all companies to look at their packaging because it's getting a little bit out of hand yeah you know uh, not to stomp on Amazon or anything but but it's got to stop like it really has got to stop I don't think people understand just like what one little piece of paper one little piece of plastic you know, is doing, especially out in the dead zones, um, you yeah. know, in the ocean and stuff. And there are ways to reduce that plastic, also to take that plastic and transform it. Gosh, if yeah. we had a whole company that scooped out the plastic, which I'm sure there oh, are. Oh, yeah, no. And there are great initiatives. There are amazing things happening around this world to do that. 
But like I said, if we can locate the companies that are nipping the problem in the butt, which is eliminating that production of the plastic that we don't have to eliminate from our beaches, that's where the key, that's where the, the magic is, as they say. Yeah, for you know? sure. So, okay, so let me, first off, I want to ask how your husband is today. How's he doing? My husband? Yeah. Two he's, hours. He's, or two days. Two years later. <laughs> two years later, he's thriving. We've, um, you know, we have an incredibly healthy lifestyle. We're uh, plant-based and we are, he's doing, you know, he's doing great. There's always some things that uh, pop up from the past because surgery is not a natural thing. And so it, you know, but um, no, just thanks for asking. Okay. Um, Cause I do want to jump into your lifestyle as well, because yeah. um, so you're from Canada, you live in Canada, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then, so so you, I, I want to jump back because like, how did you, how did you get into the deodorant thing? What were you doing before creating healthy deodorants? Yeah, I was actually, so before the deodorants, actually before my first son was, my first child, my son was born, um, I was a te- I was teaching in the public school system um, and, you know, just kind of discovering that that's definitely not where I want my children to be. So it's funny, you ask about our lifestyle, Catherine. And I always share this because I want to create more awareness, but we're unschooling our children. We're I've heard we're, about this. It's incredible. So we, from day one, they've been free schooled, unschooled, even world schooled. There's all sorts of uh, definitions or, you know, t- titles for it. When I, when I, even before I had my first child, I decided that when I do have children, they will not be in the, in the school system, public or private. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what my sister does. Um, they, they pretty much experience life. They're honestly, they're, um, they are, I mean, all below the age of seven, but they're some of the most creative and imaginative and calm and warm hearted kids. And so like, what's your, what's, can, can I ask you, can I get nosy? Like what's your, what's your, What's your tips about that? Because we do have a lot of mothers. We have a lot of parents listening. We have a lot of people that are thinking about having children in their life. And this is a modern day time, especially of what's going on in the world in public and private schools, where the money is going, um, what's actually being taught out there. You know, it makes me actually scared. Like, I'm not in a serious relationship right now. Um, but, like, I'm like, if I ever have kids, like, it's a scary thought. Because I'm like, I don't want them in this current environment, you know? contact me when you do for sure because I yeah. you know it's like it's crazy like I've been on the inside of the school system and I'm not to go into too much detail because that's a whole other podcast there's so much information it's um the, <clears throat> the the teachers the students the parents we're all victims of this crazy system that uh is flawed severely flawed and it's affecting everyone included and um you know at the end of the day our children every child in this world doesn't need to be actively taught to learn anything. We learn to walk, we learn to eat, we learn to talk, we learn to whatever, right, on our own. My son, who's six years old, taught himself to read. And of course we're there facilitating, but we have no curriculum. We free school, meaning they are just living life, learning. If he's interested in um, gadgets one day or you know dinosaurs, we look it up, we learn together, we discover stuff. A parent doesn't have to be a, a teacher or skilled at all. To, be able to do this lifestyle because we're learning together there's no um student teacher relationship it's a people growing and learning at the same time and our children need to be respected as such and they need to have they need to maintain autonomy and the ability to 
we need to trust them to, to know that they're going to learn what they need when they need it. School system teaches us how to learn, when to learn, what to learn. It's ridiculous. It's, it's not, and you know, there's so many levels in that classroom and it was super difficult. And it's a lot of um, memorization. It's just memorizing yeah. stuff and it's just layers upon layers upon layers and like expectation and pressures. And you actually see of what I've learned now is that the most creative and the most um, substantially like, um, how can I say this, successful students that like maybe you knew from like high school or something of that nature um, were the ones that were like the rebels because they were so creative. They were so artistic. They didn't know what to do with themselves, you know? Um, and it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it, that is awesome. I love that. Um, so let's go back into, cause we've got deodorant that totally shaped your life. <laughs> but, um, so you have three kids. Yes, we have three kids, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and uh, Jude, who's a year and a half. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> little... you, look, you look great for having a year and a half-year-old. Um, so I want, to, I want to hear more about this because I'm. this is just being honest, the podcast about not just, you know, the food that we eat, but it's also about the lifestyle we live. Um, I am plant-based. I'm a vegan. I'm completely 100,000% behind those initiatives, the lifestyle. Um, maybe that's why I'm single, but, um, but you know what? You had three, yeah, right. You had three plant-based births. Um, so let me tell you when you met your husband, yes. was, were you guys always plant-based? Was he plant-based? Like, like how did this come about? Cause I want to know. Yeah, we ate, uh, we, no, no, my husband was like, if meat wasn't on his plate, it's not a meal. Um, so much meat, meat is protein, meat is life, da, 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 all that stuff. Of course I changed first knowing, you know, my body wasn't, uh, doing well, but, um, everyone goes to a plant-based diet for different reasons, right? So I did see a video on YouTube and I remember thinking I'm never going back. Like this is insane. You know, it's like when you see, you can't unsee it. But for health reasons, too, I read so many things, as you know, China study and all this stuff saying how much healthier that diet is. Um, today, we are both completely vegan, completely 100%. I mean, my husband, too, like, I mean, he, we, 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 we do say plant-based more. I know there's a distinction. Um, but I find uh, terminology really opens up people's minds or closes them up, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we're sharing our message. Um, my, my vegan pregnancies were incredible. Um, like seriously I had three I had two home births one natural birth in hospital my first was in hospital and yeah my kids like my kids don't eat meat um or they don't have dairy they're super healthy but you can ask me anything you want just to keep me on track you know for what you want yeah yeah okay so so how long ago did you watch that documentary that kind of turned you the other way um, well, there was a YouTube video, um, I can't even remember who did it, but it was about, you know, the like cows and it was about dairy and it was about these things that are happening in the world. And I can remember thinking, how are we even like, how are human beings doing this? Mm -hmm. Um, how are we even al allowing it to happen, turning a blind eye and all these people in the factory were like, okay with it. Like I was like totally shocked. It's about probably maybe nine years ago, eight years ago. I remember seeing this and I was like, that's it. I didn't do it right. Like I didn't go to a plant-based diet easily. Didn't know what I was doing, you know, that kind of thing. Luckily today in my life, I have some of the top people that are in the world 
coaching about this. Like one of my best friends, one of our great friends is Dr. Joel Kahn, who's a cardiologist. And, you know, we go to his restaurant in Michigan every time we're there. Um, we know, you know, one of my best friends is Joanne. She's the raw food chef. She's a raw food chef, a celebrity raw food chef. And so I'm just blessed to have these people in my life who, um, you know, I look to for either if I want scientific information or just kind of validity, valid, you know, something Validation, credible. yeah. Yeah, and anyway, but today, I mean, there's I, there's no question in my mind, um, we're even kind of oil-free as well. Like, we don't do a lot, you know, of oils. Uh, we just do the healthy fats like avocado, nuts, and really healthy stuff. So. You're, seriously, I'm not even kidding you, like, I'm getting, like, chills. You're like my soul sister. Like, I am <laughs> like, what? It's possible. I, I, <laughs> I want to say, Catherine, obviously, there's someone out there for you, too. Like, this is... The world is changing so rapidly. And just today, I'm, we're in a little town called Fredericton, New Brunswick. No one knows what the term vegan is. They don't know. Like, it's like one of my friends thought it was, uh, what did he say? Oh, alcohol-free or something. I don't know. <laughs> thing. He was like, it's not like California. Yeah. It's not like British Columbia. It's not like the West Coast at all. But uh, to give it a little credit, people are changing. I attended a plant-based meeting the other day just to see the crowd. And there was a lot of people out wanting to learn about it, people who are already vegan, um, it's becoming a little bit more, you know, awareness, not, not, yeah, not like a grassroots movement anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you were talking about the cows and I'm from Kansas and yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, Kansas city. Okay. I'm not from the small town that my sister lives in right now, but I do visit yeah. her and about a mile from where she lives. It's the Tyson plant. Yeah. Think how horrifying that is. Enough, right? yeah. It's literally, I want everyone to listen right now. Imagine this, you're driving in your car, flat land, you look to your left, you look to your right, it's literally, you can see the methane rising from the ground, cows on top of cows on top of cows, Yeah. just deep brown land, like so many cows smashed together, it smells horrific you can't even no you can't even smell you can't roll down the window you can't turn on the air conditioning you can't turn on a fan in your car you have to drive up like miles until you can not smell that smell anymore and folks you're eating that you're eating that yeah yeah and you mentioned dead zones earlier and you mentioned these things in the world i just made a little post i didn't think it would be such a pardon my friend shitstorm but like I, I mentioned this, this like, um, you know, can we be environmentalists and still eat, you know, meat and dairy? And it wasn't intended to be judgmental, but holy moly, people have a lot to, to, to understand about how this works. Like you mentioned the emissions and the, the methane, that's killing our earth. Yeah, yeah. And people think, oh my gosh, you're vegan because you want to be skinny or that or, uh, you know, or like I got like really like attacked one day because I was, what was I doing? Um... I think I had, like, an eye infection or something. So I was at this one place asking about a cream. And this girl, like, jumped on me. She's like, oh, my God, your skin is beautiful. And da 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 And she goes, you must be vegan. And I was like, um, I am. But, you know, I live a very healthy life, so I'm very aware. Um, but veganism, it's not just, honestly, like, people think it's so vanity. And it's not. It's very much of, do you understand that the food industry just as much as, you know, you creating a deodorant that is giving back to the environment, the food industry is the exact same thing. It 
all works hand in hand. You know, yeah. it all is a complete circle. It all has effect on your endocrine system, your mental state. Um, you know, you giving back to water, like things that you produce in the world give back to the environment and then they give back to you. And what people don't understand this, and it gets me so worked up over this, but let's jump back to deodorant. Oh, no, wait, hold on. I want to talk about your plant-based births really fast because you had three plant-based births. And I think this is very important for parents to understand that it's almost like, okay, guys, I'm just being honest here. So I have not been pregnant, but what I see pregnancy, it's, it can be very graceful if you allowed it, if you allow it to be. If you fuel yourself with things that are vibrant, with things with positive energy, which most in turn are plants and things with life, right? Um, so I'm going to compare this to like, like an Olympian, like a plant-based Olympian and performing at their best because like being pregnant is like, it's like training for for one of the most crazy, uh, you know, hardcore, like, workouts, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, events, um, so, so, do, you, like, decided, you're, like, I'm gonna do this completely plant-based, and how, did you work with a specialist, did you research on your own, what did you eat, um, what's your, what's your blood type, do you know, and I'm not gonna what's go, my goodness, I don't even know my blood type. No, but you, I'll tell you how simple it is. It's so simple. Like it's, right. we all have this biology. We all have, like we're all human beings. And yes, sure, there's, you know, all these diets out there, blood type diet. There's, you know, paleo, keto, like name them all, right? Oh, jeez. At, at the end of the day, like, first of all, it's in order to have these types of pregnancies, you have to be healthy. I mean, being healthier allows for an easier birth, much easier birth. I had very little pain, you know, I had, it was intense and all that, but it's really quite simple. When we're eating meat and all the nutrients we're getting from meat, it's almost a re recycled. Um, basically these animals get their nutrients and protein and iron and, you know, everything from some plant. Okay, and the food chain, it all starts with plants. So we vegans are going right to the source. Hopefully we're healthy about it. We go right to the plants. So I looked at it this way. Um, I did have some specialists in my life and I also have really great friends now in the birth world who love this type of birth. You know, Ina Mae Gaskin, all these incredible people talking about health. Um, the farm midwives actually, they were all vegan. I don't know Wait, if anyone the knows. the farm midwives? Yeah, they were all, like cool. all of them were vegan, plant-based. Yeah. And they all delivered beautiful, peaceful, incredible births. And I visited them, actually. I went right to the farm. Um, Ina May spent two days with my family. We, you know, um, basically uh, broke bread together and just ate and just had so much fun talking about it. And so my point is, and, you, you know, I don't know if I'm answering your question directly or indirectly, but, like, the plant-based idea is that we are getting our nutrients directly from the source. The only nutrient that we're going to have to worry about, just like our meat, or, you know, people who eat meat, our friends who eat meat, is that B12. Because even meat eaters can be deficient in B12. B12 comes from soil. You know, it's really not a vitamin at all. It's like a bacteria. And it's like, we're all, we all, I've seen meat eaters deficient in it. I've seen their tests. And so... You know, so if we can get that B12 into our diet, because we're not getting it from plants anymore, not the way the soil is now, we're going to be just fine, um, especially if our gut is in check, because when your gut and your microbiome is in check and healthy, as you know, 
um, you're going to be able to absorb your nutrients mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. So back to my vegan pregnancies, it was it was wonderful. And I did have so many people in my life say they were so worried. My parents were so worried. Everyone was like, but the protein, oh the my God. God you know? The goddamn protein talk. I swear That's to God, if God, someone God, asked God, me one, one more time, time. <laughs> one more time, I'm going to lose my head. Like, Do you know, so I'll, I'll share this with you. And I don't know how long-winded you want me to be, but I'm not going to be too long. No, keep this, going. It's like the... Um, Someone shared this with me and it made so much sense. One of these experts in my life, they said, so can you answer what is the deficiency or what's the disease when you lack iron? It's um, anemia, anemia yeah. right? Yeah. And then what is the deficiency when you lack, what did he say was the next one? My mind's not working well today. I'm actually nursing two children right now. Fiber? Like, ah. Well, something like that. He mentioned it and everyone was like, oh, it's this. So what was, oh, vitamin C scurvy, right? So everyone kind of has heard of these. Now, can anyone answer what the deficiency is when you're lacking protein? Nothing. And it's like crickets. Nothing. We, no, no, because people and people are actually getting too, too much, much protein, protein. harmful to their health. The, the, the protein we're getting from quinoa, <clears throat> the environment, you know, there's environmental uh, issues sometimes there too, but the, the, the quinoa, the beans, the all the, the foods that we know, like the hemp seeds, the complete protein amino acids in our life, that those are the that's that's amazing and and our body will absorb what it needs yeah and i think what i'm going to go a little bit further is that like people need to just learn how to simply prepare those items it's not hard and that's what i do for a living is i really demonstrate and show people that it's not hard to prepare those things it's just it's just making time to you know, put the garbanzo beans, the, 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 the raw garbanzo beans in a pot, cover them with some water, let them soak for at least eight hours, go do your laundry, whatever, go pick up the kids from school. Then yeah. you can turn it on, bake it for five minutes, you know, like get the lectins off, you know? Um, and it's yeah. just about all that. And we can go into more about that. God knows how long, but no, but there has <laughs> not been one doctor. There's not been one doctor that has been saying, you know, you are deficient in protein, you know? Yeah, really, right? And who says, who says that protein has to be from a, an animal product, you know? Yeah. So anyways, um, amongst... So you're so right. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. And who says? And so we look, yeah. Anyway, we, you and I can probably talk for a long time about this, but if you go back to the apes and like our, you know, um, sort of our primate uh, yes. ancestors. You'll gorillas. See, right? The gorillas. You'll see they they're strong. They thrived on a plant-based diet. It wasn't until much later when humans, you know, couldn't find plants and started eating meat. <laughs> so I'm gonna jump in on this. Um, like the gorillas, yeah. Like look at that. They're our closest like primate like ancestors, and also Olympic the Olympic weightlifter. What was it? I forget his name, but he is completely plant-based. Um, is and it Patrick Brudamian? I think. Like that? I'm yeah. not sure. But I have so many guy friends. Um, I mean, even some female friends. You know, they, they, they're they, like, they literally eat meat on meat on meat. And they're like, yeah, but I'm trying to, I don't want to lose my muscle, you know? And I'm like, and then they, like, look at me and they're oh, like, you know, they're like, do you lift weights? I'm like, no, I do yoga. And, like, I eat tons of plants. And I'm totally fine with energy. Like, completely fine with energy. There's not been one day. I don't take a vitamin, uh, excuse me, I don't take a an iron pill, you know. I mean, I no. do take a B12, um, um, methacobalamin supplement. Yeah, yeah. Just a supplement. But, um, but 
you know, simple lifestyle is best. Awesome. Um, so, um, so fiber, ha- fiber gives tons of fiber. Energy. Fiber is the thing that people are lacking and they think that, you know, cut out, they're like, oh my gosh, like avocado, but it's fat. I'm like, avocado is the best thing you could probably have for yourself. <laughs> Plus it's rich in fiber and like, yeah. it's amazing. So anyways, fiber is something that we are probably are mostly deficient on. Um, yeah. And, um, okay. So let's jump back into the deodorant. So I want to talk about it. Um, when I started going to, it was kind of a, it's kind of a fearful topic to talk about, um, deodorant because it is one of those embarrassing things. Like you guys can't see me, but so say you're in a yoga class, like you've all seen it. The person that's like doing warrior two, and then you do reverse warrior, your arms up in the air. You literally see the person smelling their armpit. Like, shoot, do I smell bad? You know, (laughs) um, it's like a first date, like faux pas, like, shoot, do I smell bad? You know? Um, and how long did it take you to, because you were working out of your kitchen, um, mm-hmm. how long did it take you to find the best concoction that's not messy, you know, and, and yeah. that you could actually make it stick together and roll it on your armpit? Yeah. So we started in a jar. Um, we're still in a jar. And so we scoop it out. And the consistency was an issue at first with uh, the right amounts of coconut oil and uh shea butter and we just kind of slapped a few at the first formula was slapping a few ingredients that we knew to neutralize odor and absorb sweat um it was okay it was good it worked our friends did love it that's when it ended up in stores but the formula as it is today is quite different um we made it in our kitchen for three and a half years roughly uh, until it outgrew that kitchen i remember waking up looking like around and it smelled like peppermint and there was jars everywhere deodorant everywhere. my kitchen was not usable i had two children it was like well, actually, I was pregnant with my second child. I didn't have two children, um, somewhere around there. And I was like, no, you know, it's time to take it out. So we got a third-party manufacturer. And so um, the formula today, I hired actually a formulator. She has 33 years' experience in the in the field of natural products. And she and I actually got together, really made a perfect formula within six months. Wow. Uh, so, so, in, so it was almost about four years in total that you went from almost oh you know yeah so then we formulated it and uh well now i mean now the new it'll be it'll be of course a third-party manufacturer it's gotten the scale has gotten a little you know too big and so um every ingredient is actually poured specifically the right consistency the right like quantity and at the right time you can't really heat all these ingredients and keep like make it just as effective as as when you pour it properly. Every ingredient has to be pour, heated at the right temperature. Because it's it's almost like a natural food in that this stuff has a shelf life, right? Yes, it does. Yeah, it's all natural. It has a shelf life. It's about two and a half years. So um, your supply chain, you have to be... Oh, two and a half years. Okay, so that's okay. Two, I would say two years to, to be safe. Okay, so, so you can be... Not that bad. So, so if you do have... I'm not going to... I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know, but like if you did have more stock then or like say you sold it into a, a grocer and they, they're like we have too much do you give them ideas or do they send it back to you and then do you donate it to somewhere so we have a guarantee that if you're if the store still has product within three months or if they're not selling they 100% we guarantee our product and all the hundreds and hundreds of stores we've been in not one has ever done that they've sold out like they sell out in record time it looks great on the shelf it's people love it um, but if that ever happens, 100%, we stand behind the product. And, yeah, we would donate it or whatever. But, um, 
you know, um, our guarantee is quite amazing. But in terms of shelf life, like our the vitamin E in there, in there is the natural preservative. And yeah, it's been wonderful. This, this newest formula, I mean, I'm, everyone's just got to try it because it's like, it's really, everyone seems to be looking for a good natural deodorant that's truly cruelty-free. Right. And plastic-free now. I want to look at, because I'm on your website right now, um, mm. I want to look at, so let me see, uh, your products. I want to see your flavors. Flavors. Yeah. Your flavors. <laughs> The aromas that we use, the natural aromas. Okay, yeah. So yeah. tell me tell me a little bit about the different type of aromas that you use and why you selected those. So, um, yeah, that's a great question. We still have the peppermint oil in there. Peppermint oil is wonderful. It's even like a antiseptic. It smells great. It's invigorating. We have the bergamot oil that's also like an uh, antibacterial, and antiseptic. It's wonderful for the skin. It's like the most amazing smell you could ever smell. The bergamot mixed with the sage, the sage is from Hungary, it's sustainably sourced, and it's like, you just kind of have to smell it. It smells like, um, not like, some people say like laundry on a fresh day or something, but it's just not quite like that. It's really fresh. It's and almost like a meadow. Like a meadow, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't wait for you to try it too. Oh, um, I know. I don't have it yet. Yeah, soon. No, seriously. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out. Um, I'm, hopefully I can try them all out and I can yeah. set up with you, Margot, um, for our readers like some special um, opportunity for them to get their hands on it and try it as well, so we can make this movement broader, bigger, and they can give it as <laughs> gifts to their loved ones. Um, no, especially like especially if they have children that are you know just starting off. I remember I remember when I started wearing deodorant as a young child. You know, like you go through puberty or whatever. It's like, it's important, you know? Um, it is. So, what I, yeah. I was just going to say, before I forget, sorry to interrupt you, but on uh, what I can do if we, because the campaign right now, we have an awesome Indiegogo campaign going on. And if this interview launches before that, um, I'm happy to offer everyone listening or anyone connected to you, Catherine, or this podcast, we can offer you like a, a private page, like a special link to that Indiegogo where it's like this crazy, crazy deal for a lifetime supply. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about Indiegogo. Yeah, it's going really well. It's only like the fifth day in, and we're almost at our first goal. And how? What's your goal? Um. The well, the the goal we have in there is only fifteen thousand. You know, we want to be in demand, so we put at fifteen thousand, and um, we're well on our way to a hundred percent of that. And then our second goal will be twenty. 5,000 and then we'll have a hundred. Yes. I have no doubt in my mind. You're, you're going to, you're going to reach beyond a thousand or a hundred thousand. Excuse me. <laughs> you're an incredible support and I want to support what you're doing too. But I do want to say too, like it's more than just about deodorant. Yes. The deodorant has to work for people to buy it, but it's really about the causes we've now, right. uh, together, we basically provided water for, let me get this right. About a thousand, two hundred people with this no. campaign. There's, we actually, are giving 1,200 people in this world a year of clean drinking water. Wow. That's, that's life. And so that's what this real purpose is behind our Indiegogo and what I'm doing. Um, I want to emphasize that. Together, we're making such a huge dent in this water issue, and we're going to you know keep going until it's done. Um, yeah, that's... <laughs> I... I... Cannot thank you enough. I have, um, I, do you have anything else that you want to share? Anything tangent, anything random? It can be about, um, 
you know, the, before we wrap up the food industry, it can be about the health and wellness industry, anything that's just like <laughs> lingering on the back of your shoulders, any message. That's like a really loaded question, but I will, I'll just kind of end with, uh, you know, we are, we just want to show the world that companies, we have a responsibility. It's not the consumer's responsibility, uh, really. It, it falls, upon, I, I believe, upon our shoulders to create products that are sustainable. So we can create, um, you know, big, huge, successful, multi-billion dollar companies if we want to right. without harming anyone's body, without harming the earth and the animals within it. So that's my main message. Cool. It's all about the animals for us too, by the way. <laughs> and Margot... Um, thank you for being a leader, but also share with us your website and your, um, social handles. Sure. Um, I can give them all to you so you can include them in the links, but I will do the campaign is simple. I love deodorant.com. Cool. Uh, the website is thebestdeodorant.org, and then all our social handles can be found through there. Awesome. Guys, we'll have all that on the, um, the show notes and about how you can get your best deodorant in the world that is safe, toxin-free, helps the environment, gives back, gives people water. I have one more question and then sure. you're free. Um, okay, Margo, what's your honest truth that has led you on a path to success and maintaining a healthy lifestyle? Hmm. Wow, that is okay. Let me just put my thinking cap on for a sec. So, what's the truth that's that's kept me on this healthy lifestyle? That's the question. Yeah. Okay. I want to say now that I'm a mom, my children, because it's more than just about me. If I am not taking care of my body, then they suffer too because you know they need a mom that's healthy and vibrant and running in the park. And if I'm just kind of sitting on the couch withering away, that's not a good childhood for them. So I'm gonna say my children. So being a leader, uh, Margo, I am, wow, A, I'm so grateful that we connected. I believe everyone, I mean, this sounds cliche, comes into someone's life for a particular reason. I think, you know, with us, we have the power to create an even bigger dent. I cannot wait to ride um, with you on this journey. Um, I would love all of my listeners to really, really check out the show notes, visit the website, um, the best deodorant in the world. Give us your feedback. We'll um, see if we can hook you up with y'all um, with some products and stuff. And um, please, we would love your feedback about this podcast, what you thought. Do you have any comments? Rate us, review us. It's super simple and easy. Just go to Apple Podcasts. Um, it's iTunes. You can search just being honest. That's being without a G. Um, let us know what you think. If you have any questions at all, we'd love to answer them. Um, again, Margo, thank you for your time and your gracious energy. And uh, guys, this has been another amazing podcast. Um, I can't wait to learn more. Um, gosh, about this deodorant. I, like, I'm super like intrigued now. So talk to y'all soon. Until next time, this has been your host, KB, oh, the Just Being Honest podcast. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love, ciao.